1: Welcome back to the Junkyard Dogcast, everybody. And you can sound the sirens. This is an emergency podcast. I'm Jake Rowe with Dogs 24 7. He's Kip Adams from Dogs 24 7. And uh, JT Daniels is cleared. In case you haven't heard, it's been out there for approximately a couple hours now. Uh, JT Daniels was announced as as having been cleared by Kirby Smart. Um, He volunteered that information at the beginning of his press conference on Monday, normal Media Day press conference. Uh, said that the, uh, the the redshirt sophomore quarterback would be cleared for Auburn. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot to get into here, uh, how it affects Georgia's quarterback room. Heck, I even want to talk about the fact that he volunteered the information and why he would do that. Uh, it's just a lot to – maybe he knew he was going to get that question pretty early on and not it out. I don't really know. But, Kip, instant reaction, snap judgment, as we do after every Georgia game. What, what are your thoughts on this?
0: I can't – my first reaction has to be – there's, it's complete gamesmanship. As you said, Kirby Smart doesn't care how many times he's going to get a question all week. He's never provided – I mean, maybe he has once or twice when it's clear. But if it's something that's up in the air, especially at the quarterback position, he's never openly provided that type of information because he has doesn't feel he needs to give his opponent anything. And that's something that's always been important to him in every single presser is to not give away anything – other than the bare minimum. And so for him just to openly state this, I mean, that's it. It's definitely just creating a situation where regardless of who plays on Saturday, Auburn does have to now plan on three quarterbacks. And you can, I mean, we'll get into, maybe there's not a huge bit of difference in preparing for someone like JT Daniels than, potentially a guy like Stetson Bennett, but that, I mean, it doesn't matter because now they, they do have to prepare for all three and maybe Auburn already would have, you know, maybe they would have uh, went ahead and made sure that they have everything they can on film to prepare for JT Daniels regardless. But that is the most intriguing part that that Kirby Smart just opened up on Monday and said he's cleared is just really intriguing and again it's something that he's been waiting on the all fall camp saying that Daniels was close. Uh he he stated that they thought it would be now, but we never really knew that on our end that it would be this week that he would be cleared. It was always kind of a, a holding pattern. And we Jake, all you, I and Rusty would get the question every other hour on the junkyard when do we expect him to be cleared? And I mean, all you could say is, you know, we expect it when it happens because there's no, there was no date. There was no, it'll happen this week. It should happen before this game. Uh, we we heard over a month ago that you know they were expecting it to happen potentially before the season. It kind of changed from expecting to hope he's cleared soon. And and so now here we are. I mean, for Georgia, you you now have added the most experienced quarterback on your roster to potentially being able to to see the field on Saturday. So I think from that perspective, I mean, Georgia's quarterback room has gotten better. They have more options now. But Kirby Smart revealing it today on Monday of a a huge game against Auburn right around the corner, that is a huge eye-opener for me and just makes me think, that regardless of how much JT Daniels is going to see the field this weekend, he's now just created more work for Auburn, and that was his plan all along.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a lot more work for Auburn, and and I think that if you are planning on playing JT Daniels, then you're probably going to make Auburn prepare for some stuff that they won't need to prepare for uh, by, by having this out there. Um uh, I don't think that you have to do a whole lot to prepare for a JT Daniels. And that's not to say he's not a good quarterback. He is. It just speaks to the difficulty. Everybody likes to talk about defending a dual threat quarterback. And that's, that's big, man. That takes a lot of, of time and effort and game planning and assignment, football walkthroughs, film, whatever. Um, You have to understand that guys, you know, you got to, you got to count for the quarterback on every play. But there's also an element of having a really good guy who can win from the pocket and who plays his game from the pocket and makes his uh, makes his hay from the pocket that you can't necessarily prepare for. And, you know, I don't know what kind of grasp JT Daniels has on this offense, and I don't know how good he's going to be if he ends up being the starter on Saturday. But if he's the guy that Greg Biggins, our, our 24-7 sports national re- reporter, national recruiting writer – told us that he is in terms of a of a mental uh mentally um capable quarterback as far as changing plays and and being able to do all those things then he can absolutely do some things that you really can't prepare for and uh that that's whether you've got five games of film on him as in a Georgia uniform or whether you have none and uh you know so i i, I definitely think that that now let's say JT Daniels does start Saturday well, you've spent all week trying to make sure you can get really ready for the zone read, whether it's Stetson Bennett or or, or dwan Mathis, or, or you're getting ready for certain rollout stuff that you wouldn't have to worry about otherwise. And uh, and then there's some stuff that you can't get ready for with JT Daniels because you don't really know what his role is in this offense. And quarterbacks can take on different roles in different offenses. I mean, they may put a lot on his shoulders and all of this time that he's had um, to uh, to to be in this offense. And listen, he's not playing catch up here. And this is a kid that split first-team reps in the first scrimmage, split first-team reps in the second scrimmage. Dewan Mathis got all the primary reps in the third scrimmage, but then JT Daniels comes in in the second half of the scrimmage and gets a lot of situational work. He's continued to work uh, in terms of preparation and practice, misses one game. Um, but, but you know, he, he could be the type of guy, he could have a firm enough grasp on this offense to change plays at the line of scrimmage, ultra protections, and Greg Biggins told us, he said, "You listen, that's, that's, his, that's his number one strength is his ability to move things around. Now, he also has a lot of arm talent. He's very accurate. Um, he may not have to knock a little rust off here, but, you know, all of these things are things that Auburn has to take into account now in a very big game, in a game that somehow they're favored by seven points, I opened at eight points uh, after that abomination of a first half offensively against Arkansas. Uh, But, but, you know, I, I just think that I do think there's a level of gamesmanship at play here. I'm very interested to see if JT Daniels ends up being the starter. We're definitely going to have our ear to the ground as far as practice goes. And and, and those things are, are very key, I think, leading up to a game like this. And I really want to know how they're going to split quarterback reps because I think you can get two guys ready. I have a hard time seeing getting three guys ready. And uh, I, I suspect info is going to be very, very tight out of Athens, Georgia this week. Um Kip, actually, you know what? Let's take a quick break here real quick since this is kind of an abbreviated podcast. And then on the other side, Kip, I just want to talk about kind of what JT Daniels can do for Georgia's offense, assuming that he is fully ready and, 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 and prepared to play in this game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Kip, just like I said before the break, what's the impact here? What can JT Daniels do for Georgia's offense if, let's say, he's able to bring his B plus, A minus, or or better game?
0: I I think he definitely brings, as far as the back shoulder fade, as far as being able to hit sideline to sideline, you know, any throw in the football field, I think he does create issues for defenses because now, I mean, he can get that ball to any part of the field, and I think that, you know, we did talk about Stetson Bennett at length on, on the last pod. Uh, I did compliment him on his arm strength for the college game. You can get it done with Stetson Bennett. I do think there is more pure arm talent with JT Daniels, and that is what he brings, you know, to the field. And he also obviously brings a lot more experience. I and mean, he has seen more college defenses as different looks – than what, you know, Stetson Bennett has seen. He's usually had been running, you know, the Georgia scout team. So most of the time he was seeing Georgia's scheme in, pre- in previous years of practice. And, and so JT at least has that, having seen, you know, all of the Pac-12 as a freshman at USC. He's, he has that experience under his belt. So, I mean, you could, you could still throw a little bit more at him and, and he should be able to react more. He's also... There is kind of a some similarities between the two as far as their mentality. I mean, he's a gunslinger, and Stetson is that in the same way. They're they're both willing to take chances. I just think that if you're talking about tight windows, if you're talking about putting it to where only great, you know, George Pickens can catch it, I think JT does give you more in that area. You're you know, he's able to kind of get that ball in there into those tighter windows and and kind of give guys like. George Pickens, you know, guys like John Fitzpatrick and Darnell Washington, a a chance to kind of make a play where only they can make a play. Um, But I think that, in my opinion, if those are the two quarterbacks that are getting reps of the ones and twos this week, then Todd Monken's got a chance to really, really be aggressive because he knows he has – Two quarterbacks of that kind of mentality that, you know, they're just going to push the ball down the field. They're going to, they're willing to get the ball in their playmakers' hands and be confident with the football, throwing it downfield and, and not, uh, hesitating. And I think, I, I mean, for, for a guy like JT Daniels and Georgia's offense, I think it's, a, it's an outstanding match because that is what Todd Monkin likes to do as far as just attacking defenses and, and getting and spreading the ball pretty evenly uh, around the field to different players, whether that's running backs, tight ends. And so I, I think you, you're you're getting an upper echelon arm talent and you're really getting a guy that kind of seems just made for what Todd Munkin wants to do offensively.
1: Yeah, and there's no – listen, I've never debated the fact that Todd Munkin handpicked JT Daniels. I, I mean, I don't think there were a lot of options out there if George was looking to add a quarterback even after adding Jamie Newman – but the fact that that Todd Munkin did uh, want to bring in J- uh, JT Daniels is big, and, and I think that he felt like he had something to work with there. He was complimentary of him when we talked in the preseason. Um, that experience, as we found out on Saturday, any little bit matters because Stetson Bennett didn't have a ton, but he had enough to kind of be comfortable and confident. That kind of oozed out and got to the rest of the offense. Uh, from what we've heard about JT Daniels, he kind of has the same um, aura about him. Uh, you know, Kip, you hit on something that I think is massive in this game, and it's the back shoulder throw. It's the, it's the man coverage beater type throws because Auburn, under Kevin Steele, is going to challenge Georgia's wide receivers with man coverage. That's that's 100% what they're going to do. Right out of the South Carolina playbook last year, I know this is a different offense and a different quarterback and and all that jazz, but but that's the way they play defense. That's their calling card. That's the way they like to do it. And, uh, you know, obviously Auburn's cornerbacks are not as big as that avatar of a cornerback over at South Carolina, uh, Israel Mukuamu. I mean, he's 6'3", 6'4", but, you know, those guys are probably more in the 5'11 range, six feet. Um, but, but, you know, the, being able to kind of hit that back shoulder throw, it's guys, it's huge in college football. I mean, it's huge in football in general because it's so hard to defend. I mean, you can be in a guy's hip pocket and you're in the wrong spot if if a quarterback can deliver a good back shoulder throw. And I think that's something that Georgia's been able to take advantage of against Auburn in the past, and it's something I think they can take advantage of again this year. I think Stetson Bennett's got the arm strength to get it out there, which begs the question, Kip, before we wrap this thing up, JT Daniels, Stetson Bennett, um, obviously you want to let this thing play out in practice, but for what Stetson Bennett did for you last week, has he earned the start? Has he earned the opportunity to go out there and see what he can do against Auburn and maybe give you a chance to work JT
0: Daniels in slowly no matter how healthy he is? And that really begs the question, how confident is Kirby Smart going to be with his offensive line this week? I think that that's really just as much as it is JT and Stetson, how they look in practice this week him trying to find the five best offensive linemen to to give them the best chance, it really boils down to how confident is he that his offensive line can protect JT Daniels enough for him to work in the pocket because that is still something. I mean, they, they complimented JT in the offseason about him being more athletic than maybe what they thought, but, I mean, that knee is still something that we're all watching. We know how – uh sizable that knee brace is that we've seen him wearing I mean that's still a factor so if you throw him out there as the starter in this game and and he gets and he gets knocked down and and he's out then I mean that was a huge risk and then at the same time you got someone that your locker room your team feels pretty confident in as well and sets of Benny he's earned everyone's respect and his level of play was strong enough for him to be able to earn that starting role so now, as we record this podcast uh, early Monday afternoon, I'm still going to give Stetson Bennett that, that edge. I think that, you, you know, what Kirby Smart has shown in the past is that, you know, if you've shown that you, you can win a, an SEC football game or a big-time game for me, then, then I'm going I'm to roll with, with you until you prove otherwise. And I think right now, Stetson Bennett's at least earned that opportunity to go out there and see what he can do against Auburn. But, hey, I mean, again, JT Daniels, if, if you think you can protect him and you think he can he can stretch the field a little bit more and attack the defense, then roll the dice. And then, But either way, I, I'm glad that I'm not the one making that decision. I'm glad that Kirby Smart has to once again make a, a huge, huge uh, quarterback decision for his football team that has, you know, college football playoff, SEC championship aspirations – That's why he has more decimals on his paycheck than I do. Yeah,
1: I think that's a big factor as well, is that mobility factor. And, uh, you know, I do think the staff has a lot of confidence in Stetson Bennett. I think he inspired even more confidence against Auburn. I'm very interested to see uh, how this thing goes this week, because I really do believe, as of right now, that they'll get Bennett and uh, and Mathis ready. I'm sorry, Bennett and uh, and and Daniels ready to play. I think DeJuan Mathis will probably get a few reps and and kind of primarily work with the twos and and be ready if his number is called as well. Uh, but but right now um, it's up in the air. I really do believe that. I know people are saying, oh, J.T. Daniels is going to start. I, I'm I'm not buying that quite yet. I think there's a good chance. Not buying it quite yet. And uh, I do believe that there are multiple factors that will come into play. And I think Georgia will do its best to have a quarterback. Um, another a second quarterback ready in case the same thing happens in week two that happened in week one we'll have that covered for you and one thing i want to throw in here before we leave i've seen a few people i think most of it's in jest but i've seen some opposing fans kind of come with this wow they've rushed him to clearance guys george hasn't rushed jt daniels to be cleared they can't that's not something that happens it's kind of it's kind of separation of church and state here Uh, there's going to be an official medical clearance before JT Daniels is ready to go. And, and listen, maybe JT Daniels had a, a, a hand in that. Maybe he was, maybe there was a part of the medical clearance was, Hey JT, how do you feel? And if that's part of it, that's part of it because it's his body and it's his, you know, it's an injury. It's a very serious injury that he kind of has to work with there. Uh, But ultimately him getting cleared is a medical decision, not something Georgia made, not something they rushed, not a bag of money they dropped to a doctor uh, just doesn't happen that way. Can happen that way, and and you know, definitely not going to happen that way. I feel confidently under Ron Corson's watch, and um, this is something we'll have to keep an eye on all week. And we'll be back with you later this week to preview Auburn and talk about what we're hearing as far as the quarterback situation, because there's always some drama at Georgia, and and now it's quarterback drama after kind of going a year without it. Uh, We've got more now, Uh, but for this episode of the Junkyard Dogcast, an emergency Junkyard Dogcast, I'm Jake Rowe with Dogs 24-7. He's Kip Adams from the same place, and you guys take it easy. Okay, picture this.